Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. My guest today is a well-known son of Big John Stud. This is Bumps and Thumps with Brian Ferguson. Folks, I want to introduce Mr. Sean Minton. Thanks for coming on today. Woo, hey, it's my, Brian, it's my pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. I really do. I got to tell you, and we talked a little bit, you look just like your dad. I have an action figure. I know you can't see it very good. It's on the side wall over here, but when you first came on, I had to do a double take and make sure, uh, you know. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, right, well, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank, yeah, I appreciate I want to thank you again for coming on. I know you're a busy man. But I want to, Sean, if we could, talk a little bit about growing up. I know, unfortunately, your dad passed in 1995. Uh, you're pretty young then. Um, do you have any memories of your dad? Let's talk a little bit just about just growing up a little bit and and how how you grew up and everything and schooling and things like that. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so, you know, growing up, um, I do have a few memories with my dad, you know, going around in his uh, old Lincoln. He had a big Lincoln green. It was uh it was nice. I remember riding around the riding around Burke with him with uh that and stuff and then you know, I remember um, going to a like I think he was scouting some uh prof- like some pro wrestling. I remember going to a show with him and then you know, obviously I remember his funeral and stuff and and um growing up, you know, I'll be honest, it was I guess as a kid you don't really understand it. You know, you you, you don't really I guess you don't really start to grasp that he was a famous pro wrestler until you're like, you know, ten, eleven, twelve. Like I was really into wrestling. I knew my dad was a you know, big time wrestler. I just didn't know how big he actually was until, you know, back then in the nineties, we didn't have, I mean, yeah, you had the internet and stuff, but you didn't have the network or all this and all this footage that they add now. I didn't even know existed. So like, I didn't, you know, my dad's career started in 1972, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't know, you know, for all I knew, it was five years old, you know, I didn't know any of that stuff. And, um, so it was really cool growing up with that. Like all my neighbors, dad, you know, everyone thought it was the coolest thing. Like 
all the teachers in high school. My dad did a, spoke at a lot of high schools around here. So when I was getting into that middle school, high school age, a lot of those teachers that were teaching back in the 80s when my dad was giving those talks and stuff were still there. Mm-hmm. So they all, you know, would come up to me and just tell me how cool it was, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it it was cool. It, it was a uh, – I'll say really in the, in the social – think that's when I realized how cool and how you know my dad had some like he was the perfect bad guy wrestler when you think about it he was big had the perfect look you know yeah jacked big chest you know Andre the real threat to Andre a threat to Hogan you know he was a legitimate bad guy he was I mean if you you know, told uh, someone to draw what a wrestler would look like. I'm sure he'd have a lot of the trait, you know, big beard, blonde hair, little yeah. you know, chain around the neck. You know, my dad had, he had some swag on it. I I really started, you know, yeah. in this new, like the last 10 years since the WWE Network came out and, so, and social media really exploded, I've been seeing mm-hmm. pictures and, and um, footage I've never seen before. And it's just, you know, like yeah. the WrestleMania 2, uh, press conference that they did before it. You know, I'm sure we had we had all those VHSs and stuff. I'm sure we had that somewhere, but it's you know, just seeing it like yeah. right in front of you on the screen and like, you know, my dad had the you know, just look, look like how a wrestler should look. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, your dad, I tell you, I watched the match it was yesterday uh, when he and Bob Backlund this was back in 83. Yeah, I just watched it. It's a title match, right? It was a title match, and the bell rang. Of course, Bob was in in your dad's submission hold, and so your dad thought he won the title. And, of course, conveniently, it was the timer's time expired. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I've seen your dad uh, so much when I was a little uh, I just remember him, and he was huge. I mean, he was legit. Uh, and I just remember how big he was. I mean, I never saw him in person, per se, but when he stood next to everybody else, when he was on either in the ring or doing an interview, I mean, he was – he looked like Andre the Giant, basically, when Andre the Giant wasn't there as far as height and thickness. Yeah. And it, it's – You still, know – Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, we have, I have his robe and his tights and stuff. And when I hold his tights up, you know, they'll come up. I'm not kidding. They come up to almost my chest when they're, and and they're touching the floor. It's, I think a lot of people forget, you know, Andre and my dad, they were so big, you know, they were just larger than life characters. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. and then, but they're larger than life in, in, in actuality as well, you know? And, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes I forget, you know, I'm 6'6", and my dad is about 6'10". So, you know, I, as big, and he was about 60 pounds heavier, solid muscle, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It, 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 I mean, when I think I'm big, I just think about, yeah. You know, how big, like how I would feel standing next to my dad, you know? Yeah, yeah and he's bigger than you still. Yeah, and you're six exactly, six. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've worn yeah. his when I was wrestling. I'd wear his robe, and um, you know, I could not. I didn't fill it out like how my dad did. You know, my dad yeah. wore it fairly tight. It didn't really tie around his chest. You know. Right. <laughs> <open>, you know? 
Let's talk about that, you getting into the business. So I did some little research. I understand you, you did some wrestling. Who trained you, and, and uh, how did how did that go for you? Yeah, so I got into the business in 2014. You know, I'll say when I was about 20 years old, 2010, I was, um, you know, I was going to school, going to college, and it wasn't really – I just wasn't – wasn't really wasn't my thing and I I was kind of drifting around and I went to a uh um I went to Smackdown came into town so I went to a show with all my buddies and I was like you know I could give I could definitely give this a shot and um so that was long fast forward a couple years I met Booker T at an independent show okay and and uh the company was called MCW in Baltimore Maryland and Mm -hmm. So I met Booker T there and he basically came up to me. He's like, you want to get in the business or what kid? And I moved out, you know, a couple months later on my 24th birthday, moved out to Houston, Texas. And, uh, that's what I was trained by Booker T. So awesome at his school reality of wrestling. Yeah. That was a big, you know, moving out West really t- wrestling in Texas is still pretty old school, you know, yeah. a lot of companies, it's very, uh, it's not a commission state. So, you know, you can wrestle, yeah. wrestle in a bar next to a horse stable, you know. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty wild out there, and I loved it. I, I'll i be honest. When I lived in Texas, that was probably the most fun I was having. I mean, I was a, I was working as a bouncer on the weekends and just training at Booker T School all week, and uh, it was good times. There's a lot of good guys there. Like, they uh, – He's had a lot, some of his students now, you know, Roxanne Perez, she's the uh, NXT women's yeah. champion. Yeah. He came through there. They have a lot of uh, Gino, Medea, Gino Medina, Ryan Davidson, uh, this buddy, my buddy Keeper Bartek. He actually runs a company called New Texas Pro Wrestling. They're doing, they're pretty big on the indie scene. And uh, a lot of people that, have, that went through Booker's are going on to do pretty big things right now. So. You know, I like I said, I'm always itching to get back in the ring. I'm pretty big right now. I'm about three fifteen, so I'm yeah. So you know, it's always on the mind, but uh, we'll we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> so when you when you after you got trained by Booker, did you go to a a, a, a promotion? Did you go to so, an indie for a while? Or? Yeah, so I hit the indies really hard. I moved back to the East Coast, and I just. Um, I was based, you know, I'm based right out of Washington, D.C. in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I went all up and down the East Coast. And then a lot of companies, there's a few companies that were, you know, I was going back to Texas every month. I was going out to Oregon every month. There's a lot of companies over the, throughout the country that were flying me out there every month. And okay. Texas, the Northeast for wrestling is very, you know, unlike, you know, Texas, you can drive 12 hours, you know, you're in the middle of the desert somewhere. Whereas, like, you know, the Northeast, you drive five hours from where I'm at. You go five hours north, you're in New York City. Five hours south, you're down in North South Carolina. You know, there's a, mm-hmm. there's tons of wrestling in between that. So I really hit the Indies hard. The company, Maryland Championship Wrestling, they're based out of Baltimore and Maryland. They really took me under their wing. And um, that's kind of – they – that's – I did a lot of work for them. And, uh, okay. yeah, it was good times. And then I did a – you know, I did a loop with the WWE as just like a – I was a rosebud. You know, they, they'll put you on a four-day loop with them just to kind of see how it works. And 
I'll tell you, it was it was good. It was it was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, the uh, that's kind of where it went. And then you know, come 2020, that's COVID hit, and then I ran into I had some random seizures actually, and that knocked okay. me out for about I'd say until last summer. So almost you know about two years, it knocked me out. Wow. We, Okay. Where I couldn't work out or anything, so that's kind of what stopped me cold. And um, yeah, but now that I'm able, like I'm back, I've been back in the gym now for about six months, and everything's going well. I, uh, you know, like Good. I said, it's always on the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's 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 awesome. So when you were wrestling on these indies, did you uh, did you get any uh, championships or you know some of those indies? They have some. Oh titles. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like, the company MCW, I was their heavyweight champ. Okay. And, um, I, I had some awesome. I I had some really good matches through MCW. I wrestled Ryback. I wrestled. Okay. Uh, I, I wrestled a lot of former WWE guys. It was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then a lot of these companies, you know, I came in as the heel. So a lot of the times I'd come in and just feud with the title hold the title holder. Yeah. And you know, not for the payoff or the payoff. I would end up winning, but it would be great. Yeah, that's kind of that's what that mo was, you know, come in here, kind of building the story. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And then, um, yeah, and then you know, out in Texas, I had some good at Reality Wrestling. I never, I was in a few of their title matches, never got the title, but they put me in some really good stories out there. So, some, okay. uh, yeah, I had cool. some. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Let me. I mean. You were trained by Booker T. You wrestled a lot of former WWE stars. You're a second generation guy. My question is, and, and did you ever, did they ever compare you to your dad? Because a lot of guys do, unfortunately. And, you know, there's, there's a few that rise up, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't know if, you know, sometimes, like you said, you did the four-day the four WWE loop thing. Sometimes there's a lot of pressure on you to do that. To, you're not John Studd. You're Sean. Yeah. Probably Studd no, then. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think, you know, I had a few years there where I was probably my own worst enemy comparing myself yeah. to my dad. And I think when I was going through that, you know, it was about two or three years after I got into wrestling. You know, sometimes you can become your own you know, the, the toughest critic on yourself. And I was really mm-hmm. starting to get in my own head and it was affecting my matches and stuff. And I think, you know, that went right into COVID and all that when I, and then I had health issues. So I do, you know, obviously the goal was always to get into WWE, you know, and um, right. the, uh, I think, like I said, being my dad's, you know, my dad was a huge guy, you know, 6'10". He was larger than life. He definitely cast a huge shadow, and that was mm-hmm. that was a little tough. You know, some of the guys, when you look at second-generation guys who've really gone far, not all of them, you know, Cody Rhodes, his dad, Dusty, obviously he was, you know, Dusty Rhodes was huge. You know, but the thing right. is, he was actually – he was huge down south and in, like, WCW. You know, he wasn't right. that big in WWF. Then you look at, like, Randy Orton and his, you know, Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah. He was 
you know, my dad was a little bit. Lo- I'm not trying to take anything. No, go ahead. You know, not want to take away from Cowboy Bob Orton, but I think my dad was a little bit of a larger star. You know, right. had the WrestleMania matches. More, you know. Yeah. Um. So his the shadow wasn't necessarily as big, but again, that doesn't have anything to you're you're gonna sink or right. swim regardless, you know. Right, you? right. So some guys can overcome it and say, Hey, I am Sean Studd. Exactly. I'm not I'm not my dad, big John Studd. But, you know, I'll take his attributes, whatever I need, exactly. and I'll add to that. Yeah, and, you know, I'll be honest. Now, the mindset I have, you know, you get in your own head. After having those seizures and almost dying, pretty much. Oh, really, gosh, sorry to hear that. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was the worst for my wife. I yeah. don't know. Well, it, yeah. it happened in my sleep. But my wife, or, uh, you know, that, <laughs> I tell you, you know, after going through that, it really mm-hmm. gives you a know, different mindset. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, if I do get back into wrestling, I don't think I'll suffer with that issue trying to get out of my dad's shadow. You know, I, I kind of understand now what, what he, what, you know, my dad was a legend in the industry. You know, he was one of the guys that got WWF to that global position with Hulk on Scotty Piper, all those. And, you know, he'll always, I guess I've come to terms that, you know, I may not ever be able to surpass what he's done, but you, can always leave your own mark in your own way. Uh, you bet. No, you're still pretty young. I mean, you got opportunity. You got time and opportunity left. Don't. No. I mean, yeah, exactly. You're I'm thirty. Old. What? Thirty-one years old. Thirty-two. Yeah. I'm, I'm still. Thirty-two. I got plenty left in the tank. Yeah, you got plenty left in the tank. Yeah. I mean, uh, Cody Rhodes had to do his second run. You know, he went. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, he had to find himself, and he's back. So you know what? And you're big enough. I can see you've been working on it. I could just tell looking at you. Oh yeah. That uh, you're you're a big you're gonna be a force to reckon with. Couple more questions. It. I appreciate Yeah, you bet, it. no problem. That's I the love truth. I love doing that. I could you know, this is what the thing is I can't doing all this stuff like so I run my own landscaping business. It's great. Uh-huh. Fun, yada yada yada. It'll never beat doing stuff like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like doing yeah. the podcast, all this stuff. Yeah. Up, yeah. Man? No. Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate it. Oh, I'm glad you came up. When you were wrestling, let me ask you this yeah. prior to the COVID stuff. Did you have anybody that you just enjoyed working with either as an opponent or as a tag team partner that you just said, you know what? You and I just click. Yeah. No, dude. So my buddy Gino, he's out. He was from Booker T school. He, he's been mm-hmm. an MLW for a while. He was a pretty, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's still finding his way, but I, you're going to see him in one of the big companies, but my buddy Gino, he and I, the matches I would have with him were incredible. Then, uh, you know, we were, we were really good friends outside of the ring. So sometimes yeah. when you're good friends outside of the ring. You can just really flow and go and send mm-hmm. Um And then at MCW, the guy, RJ Meyer, he wrestled it under the name The Bruiser. He actually passed away of cancer a couple of years ago, about oh, two years ago. Geez. But he's who I won the belt from out there. We we had like a, a six month long feud, and that was a lot of fun. You know, we did the mat. We had hardcore matches. We did everything. Oh, yeah. you know, we got wow. speared. I got speared off the stage. Choke slammed him off the stage. Like we did it all. You know, 
<laughs> that stuff, you just can't beat it. And then, uh, yeah. one more, my buddy Terrell Tempo, he, uh, he, that was probably my best. That was out at Reality Wrestling Booker T School. And that feud that we had, that was like my first, um, my first feud, my first, you know, storyline I was put in. Okay. That was a lot of fun, you know. He, that, this guy, Terrell Tempo, he's good. He's a Texas boy. He's, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a stud too. So we uh we awesome. we tore it down. You know those yeah. most of those matches are on YouTube. You can find them. Okay. Uh, All right. Them, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So I was gonna say a lot of my matches. You know those they're you have to find those separate independent companies to find them. And even I, it's hard to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it can be challenging sometimes when you're trying to find stuff if it's uh. Not a, a very, you know, popular trend thing going on YouTube. So, yeah, I understand that. So, let me ask you this. You, you're married, I see. Um, how's that going to, uh, you know, that's a challenging lifestyle if you're going to get back into the ring traveling. Yeah, you know, that's why <laughs> if I do decide to get back into it, it's got to be, uh, it's, it's, if I go back into wrestling, it's going to be for a tryout to go to WWE and just go right into the into the machine. Because uh, yeah. being married, we have a we have a baby on the way. You know, you got oh, congratulations! Thank you, I appreciate that. But the biggest thing is money. You know, <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah. And not saying not saying I wouldn't. You know, that doesn't mean I won't go back on the indies in the future. But this time to. To get back into doing it full time, you know, the indies is the grind and you're on the road, yeah. you know, yeah. instead of being on the road during the week, you're just on the road all weekend. And yeah, it's obviously not, you know, you're doing it more to pay your dues. And, and um, yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, luckily with my dad being who he was, when I feel, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm working out again. I'm, it's been about six months that I've, since I've been able to get back into the gym. Uh-huh. Once I, if I feel like I'm in good enough shape, you know, we can reach out to the WWE and they'll, you know, one of the things that you are lucky being a legacy is that they'll always give you a look, you know, they'll always pull you down for a trial. Yeah. If it's up to you to. <laughs> right. To take the ball and run. But, um, yeah. But yeah. So for the, mo- you know, I, I, I've thought about it a lot. I talk with my, my older brother, you know, we talk about it all the time. We love you know, pro wrestling's a big part of our lives. Like we've, yeah, yeah. I watch it. Like seeing all the, all the um, stuff that you have on your walls behind you. I'm like looking at the. I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm in my yeah. business now. It's in the process of being finished. But once we do that, like I have so much memorabilia that I want to get up. You know, it, it's a yeah, yeah. So like we talk. I always talk to my brother. Like I'm still young. I definitely have that itch still. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. like I said, it would be to, to convince my wife to get on board. It would have to be like a realistic opportunity at going to the WWE yeah. or you know, I mean AEW even too. But it just yeah, it'd have to be a comp. Uh, uh, there would have to be a way to make money at this point, right? And, I was just say, are you doing some training now? I mean, I know you said you're in the gym, but are you actually getting some little no, bit of ring time? No, the uh, the school. MCW, they have a school in Baltimore. It's about an hour and a half away from me. Um, 
I haven't been going up there, but there, once I, you know, if I decide to take that plunge, yeah. that's gotcha. where I'll be at, getting back in ring shape. Okay. So, okay. yeah, right now I'm just okay. trying to get back. You know, I lost a lot of size and strength when I had those seizures. I mean, just being in the hospital for those couple days, you know, you lose like 10, 15 pounds in there, and it's all yeah, it's all muscle. It, it, yeah. It's hard to get that back. So my right now, I'm about – I weigh about 315 right now. I'm trying to get down, I think, to about, you know – I look good around 280-ish, so lose about yeah. 35 pounds. Should be good to go. So. <laughs> and I'm yeah, struggling right now. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, oh, you got – I mean, if, no, if folks are watching – if folks are watching this when they get it, I'm telling you, he's a big guy. Yeah. You can just tell. Yeah. And the big guns, yeah. Yeah. It runs I mean, in family, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> How about your brother? Is he a pretty big guy, too? No, dude, brother? my brother's big. He's My brother, he's about 6'2", 220, but he's, you know, he's got abs. I don't have abs. That's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, he's a bad dude. My brother, let's, I always say he uh, – He's in law enforcement. I wouldn't want to be chased by him. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. A couple more questions here. One, um, have you ever been able to uh, meet some of the legends uh, that your dad worked with? I mean, since he's passed, I mean, it's been a number of years now. I just want have you ever been able to meet and interact with those guys? Yeah. No, I've met tons of uh, – tons of the guys my dad worked with you know i did i wrestled uh the greg the hammer valentine at tag team match you oh, know, wow. five or six years ago but you know i met um you know, i met bobby the brain Heena before um all of those it's hard to recall the names like jake the snake right, I've done yeah. with him, um, sergeant slaughter ricky the dragon steamboat you know even brett the hitman heart you know who he was just getting in the business, my dad was on his way out. But they were in that the uh, yeah. WrestleMania two battle royal. They were in that together, you know. Wow. So, uh, awesome. so yeah, um, and all those guys, they have nothing but kind things to say. Even Ric Flair, you know, my dad was roommates with Ric Flair for a while back in the seventies. Okay. And they had one of their one of my dad's early feuds was with Ric, or one of Ric Flair's early feuds was with my dad. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so it's it's cool seeing all that. That's the you know I I see all that and I meet all the I talk to all these guys and it just I'm telling you the wrestling business it's there's nothing like it you know you you want to be yeah. a part of it you know? yeah 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 so. all right one more question what are you up to now we talked a little bit about your uh, starting to get back into it a little bit but. Is there anything else you're working on? I know you said you had a landscaping business. Yeah, so I run a landscaping company. It's called Deer Run Services. This is our fourth year, fifth season. Okay. Um, you know, it's going pretty well. This area in Northern Virginia, you know, right outside of Washington, D.C., it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty wealthy area. So we're able to really yeah. edge our way into the market around here. We're doing pretty well. And uh, Good. we have a baby on the way. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. I'm hoping for a boy. But, uh, Eddie – I, I, just a healthy baby. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And um, then, yeah, I just I I run my landscaping business and I go to the gym afterwards and I hang out with my wife. You know, watch a lot of awesome. sports. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And I'll play. Yeah, I play a little Call of Duty now and then too. All <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, awesome. Stay in touch with your, you know, nowadays that's how you stay close with your friends. You just get, you, you hop on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, gaming. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Sean Minton, aka Sean Stud. Thank you for coming on today. I no, really man, appreciate man. it. Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, brother. I really oh, you're right. It. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. I like I said, I love doing these, like. If you want to do it again in the future, we can go ahead and do it again. Oh, yeah. And I see you on the rise here. Hopefully uh, next year or two, we'll see you on either. I'll tell you what. If I get back into the business, if I get back into the ring, we'll do a big big podcast for you. All right. You heard it here. We'll get the the first notification. All right. Awesome. Awesome. One more time. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Sean Minton, sir, thank you for coming on today. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. And, folks, if you're listening, thank you. If you're watching, thank you. If you haven't subscribed, please do so, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... 
What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was a hell of a champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Here's Phil Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.